everyone, and welcome to Downtime with John and Emily, the how-to podcast by siblings who don't know anything. I'm your co-host, John Downey. And I'm Emily Downey. And this is Taylor. Hi. Thanks for having me on. No problem. Taylor, you have a show. I do, yeah. I'm one of the co-hosts of Are We Friends, the other podcast in this network. The other podcast in this network that just hit 100 episodes yesterday. Yay! Yay. Thank you guys so much. You guys were on it. It was awesome. We were on it. It was very fun. Thank you for having us on your show for your 100th episode. We did not consider you for our 100th episode because we thought we could do it better without you. Well, we only wanted people who had been on podcasts that have already reached 100 episodes, and that's why only you two were on it. Mm, Yeah, yeah, because we we are experienced podcasters. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's why we didn't consider y'all for hours, because you hadn't reached that level of achievement yet, you know? No, I understand. You got to put the hours in. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Mm -hmm. But now we're all pros here, and so we're hoping that you know, the hundred and first episode that you have been on of a podcast is is ours. You can bring that pro talent to our listeners. Absolutely. Do you, do you feel any better about your podcasting ability now that you've reached the one hundredth episode? Well not my podcasting ability per se, but certain other abilities I feel like have been heightened. Like what? Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm frightened. <laughs> like your sense of smell. Yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> my sense of smell. <laughs> <laughs> Your sexual prowess, maybe. Yeah, I feel like I unblocked a chakra or something. It's feeling awesome. (laughs) My third eye has unlocked. (laughs) Seen all kinds of shit today. I can reach the avatar state. (laughs) Let's talk about how to make a phone call. I'm down. I'm I'm very down. It's so it's very difficult for some. And I get that. And I felt the anxiety when picking up a telephone. And I think I think the levels of anxiety vary depending on what the phone call is about. Well, yeah, but I feel like... I've got a theory. I feel like an expert in this field, let me say. Like, for the first time possibly ever on downtime, I feel like I'm talking about something I know about. Because I grew up in the age where I would talk to my friends on the phone for like hours and I would pace around. You know how you'd like pace? I don't yeah, know about yeah, you Yeah, when you like, like twirl your finger in the like phone twirl, cord. Twirl your finger in the phone cord and then you finally go cordless. I'd be walking around the backyard just chatting for Shake ages. Shake the hamburger. And now, now it's like all these Gen Zers, they have all this phone anxiety like they don't understand <laughs> how to get on the goddamn phone meanwhile i'm over here like bring bring i do not like texting i love i love calling people on the phone i will I'm say it's, it's it. there's another level of phone calls now too because so often especially now during covid times when everyone's trying to video chat all the time mm. there's a whole that it adds a whole other level we would when we were kids we would get on our like family's landline with our our girlfriend in seventh grade or whatever, and yep. just like that's how I got broken up with in seventh grade was nice. over a landline. Oh God, was that a? <laughs> yeah, but let's not be dropping names. <laughs> and you, we would just we would chat over like <laughs> shitty audio, and then there wouldn't be any any expectation to actually say anything, and then you'd fall asleep, and it was fine. But now there's like there's there's too many cameras, I think. And it, it adds another level 
of I don't anxiety. know. My my theory parallels Emily's, and like I think your comfortability with speaking on the phone is like directly proportional to how often you had to answer the phone, or if your family had like a phone, like a landline phone, the house phone. Yeah. Because for my brother and I, it's like my parents aren't gonna get up to answer every damn phone. <laughs> Caller ID be damned. Like you have to get up and at least read the number out, yep. and if it's not specifically like a spam caller, which was only ever like eight hundred sixty nine sixty nine that got <laughs> blocked, but it would be like mom i don't recognize this number we're like what the hell are you doing pick it up see who it is you know? like, so, i do not case my girlfriend was the phone answerer for the family they had elected her you are the one that makes the calls for pizza you're you're the one that answers the phone that's child abuse it, i think it, it, she it's she hates answering the phone now she that's she hates so having funny. to call i always offer to call because she just despises doing it emily I always hands me the phone whenever whenever it's like hey do you want to put this in like I guess I will. I don't understand <laughs> the not answering the phone thing. Like Wouldn't the call take too much I time out of my day, I guess. The call I don't recognize, blah, blah, blah. Like, it's not going to hurt you. You know, this is not like a B-horror film where the, call, where the phone number kills you. Like, I don't understand just not answering what, the phone. What if the like, call is coming curious? from inside the house, Emily? So here's you're not the, what if the call is coming from inside the house? But oh, like, then you definitely then pick it up to see to who's wasting all the goddamn minutes. <laughs> exactly. Which was always John, by the way. He was always the minute waster. So I want to give an out to Gen Z really quick. Because my cousin Veronica is much older than I am. Like, she's she's in her (laughs) 30s. And she's squarely in Jet X. And she will not pick up a goddamn phone if you call her. Like, she she will literally (laughs) text you back, like, text me. What's up? Like... Are you kidding me? You you clearly had the phone in you, your damn hands. You had hands to pick up the phone that to type moment, those words. Where it's not business hours or anything. Like, what are you doing on a Tuesday? <laughs> I need to ask you a question. Now this process is like four times longer than it needed to be because you didn't pick up the damn phone. Calling is so much easier. It's just so much faster. And I don't understand. Like, we have our dear friends, our dear, dear friends. Jorge and Shannon, who are also in our network with us, whenever we are out there at their house, we need to buzz up. Right. And I call every time, like, I am here, you know, because that's a here and now. If you answer the phone, like, I am at your door right now. Yeah. Like, they will not respond. And I don't understand why I have to sit at your house <laughs> for five minutes having sent a text because it's what you prefer in order to get buzzed up in your house. Yeah, like, do that. call. I call, but they don't answer. They don't like answering. Well, I think I, I actually might have a hand in that with Jorge because I would call him like, uh, in high school, like, hey, man, you want to hang out? And he goes, yeah, like, cool, I'm already here. And I'd be, like, walking in the door. I, like, that's, I think you're missing the point of the courtesy call here. I would definitely, I was, I am 100% guilty of that when I was in high school. Yeah. I would I would get in my car and I would drive around because I was bored and then I would think of a person who might want to hang out with me and just start driving in the direction of their house <laughs> and then I would Dude. call them and be like, hey, do you want to hang out? They're like, uh, yeah, just give me, okay, cool, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're the one who told us on our episode last night that you're a phone call, you're like a, sh- um, while you're shitting phone caller, like you yeah. pick up the phone, like Look, the opposite problem If here. you're not, if, if the other person is not going to know which they never do. What's the point of interrupting the phone call? Who's listening oh, for mean, it, like, John? Okay, Who's so listening for it? I didn't get to say this last night, but there were considerably more people on. But like, I used to do that with my girlfriends. Like, I'd be talking to my girlfriends on the phone, and I'd be like, "Hey, I'm sorry. I'm gonna just gonna pee while this is happening," and they'd be like, "Cool, I'll work." But there was consent. 
You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Like, yeah. we're like hey i'm gonna pee right now and they're like awesome I'm like so you're gonna hear a flush and they're like cool because it's like it's the same people because girls talk to each other while we're using the toilet you know so right. like in in person so obviously that extends into the phone realm you know the yeah. difference well, being john is that <laughs> unlike consent. that pickup truck in that one sandra bullock movie that was struck by a smaller vehicle the people you were <laughs> emily's talking to aren't blindsided very good Oh my god that was not like not a great that was not (laughs) the indicator for that movie it wasn't like what part of that movie cements in your mind it's the only non-white savior moment i can think of that that fucking movie i was like what are you talking what's the one with brian reynolds like (laughs) betty white no that's the proposal emily they went to alaska and betty white was there yeah i'd watch that tonight i i I enjoy that one just watch it just know that if you're on the phone with me i might be pooping it's now just, I have to ask every time, John. You're lengthening just, our phone calls for every phone call now. It just adds a little spice, you know? Um, you I hope not. I really hope not. need a curveball, and sometimes experience. that curveball is poop. Okay, uh, now I, I have to, uh, John, I have to ask you in all seriousness. When you say add spice to it, because a phone call is a audio medium, are you talking about uh, when you have to go that that's the spice you're talking to me? Like a little bit of... <laughs> yeah, I can do that absolutely because that's that's repulsive to me. <laughs> yeah, I'm just lifting weights. <laughs> Sorry, you caught me in the middle of my reps. <laughs> John, are you okay? You're suddenly breathing really heavily. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> well, that's the other thing, right? Because I worry about the poops you guys take sometimes. Like, men in general. But, like, you two I've lived with. So, like, I do worry about y'all, you know? Wait, because of because of your own potential bathroom experience afterwards? Or because you actually, like, love and care about us? Well, both. Okay, like, all right. Never, the fan is both. on it whether or not I'm pooping or not. Every time a fan really? goes on. Every <laughs> Time. I do have um, I, my roommate did used to turn on the shower and I'm like that's an indicator that you're pooping now like why would you do this I don't care if I hear some plops in the toilet like, that's, what it's, that's what it's for and also I'm not at the bathroom door with like a little glass like trying to hear so, what's going on in there that's really funny because our parents when we were younger when they would like knock on the door like when we were actually sick like constipated or something uh they would tell us to run the tap and my, my brother and i years later talked about like i'm not quite sure what the sound of water is supposed to do and it was we like we asked our parents like no no, no run the tap like pour yourself a glass of water you guys just let the water run and thought that would magically <laughs> unconstipate you like yes we were children and you were using strange idioms the sound of running water calms me <laughs> it, it, you know relaxes the sphincter i thought that's what you were trying to get us to do i thought you were just trying to get the running water to make us calm down and now the sound of running water oh. gives me anxiety, and I hate Wait, it. They said run the tap to run get the tap. Run in the tap. terms of getting you to drink water. Yeah, like you, like you're in the bathroom already. Just run the tap and like fill up or whatever. Was the implication? I don't know if this was like cups a, in the bathroom. So, oh, there was always there was always Dixie cups. You in the should bathroom. not what? have those in your bathroom. That's so <laughs> unsanitary. But you don't understand, Emily. They stack upside down. If they were stacked yeah. up ways, they'd be collecting no. all the poop particles. But no, they're no, stacked no. upside down, so the poop <laughs> particles are only on the outside. The lips right, are right. Still on the outside 
I don't think that's true. <laughs> I don't. I don't think so. Dixie cups and bathrooms always fucking grosses me the hell out. It was a bygone age, the nineties. You know what? Another bathroom thing that I have to mention before we move <laughs> do you, on. Do you have to? Is my I question. do. I must. Okay. Because this was fucking insane. As you know, Taylor and I worked at a camp together this summer. Last summer. Right, last summer because it's summer now. Who could tell? Honestly, um, <laughs> true. There was a guy who used to brush his teeth and like in in like a communal area with his mug of water, mm-hmm. and then put the toothbrush into the mug, and then drink the water. No. And the first time I saw it, I freaked the. F- Walk out. I yeah, was like, he tried what? to play it off so cool. Like it was normal. And I was like, this no. is not normal. No. You're around other you're people right now. Like, that's disgusting. We are by a lake. It's not like conserving water is a concern here. <laughs> yeah, like, what the fuck are you doing? And he thought we were crazy for considering this to be unacceptable behavior <laughs> <laughs> like, this is not okay i don't want to see it sorry I'm like left you guys my levels weren't, are way off right now you guys weren't stomach something i was just like <laughs> <laughs> you guys you guys familiar with the concept of stomach something yes i know no, what, stomach what is, is that it's terrible so it's a it's a leave no trace uh principle uh, leave no traces when you're camping. You're oh, not when supposed you swallow to, it all. You're supposed to like pack in, pack out. Anything yeah. you bring in is supposed to leave with you. So stomach something is when you like when you use a dish for eating. Then there's like some food particles left in it. You you wash it out with just water and no soap, and then you drink the water. Mm. And you do the same thing for like brushing your teeth and like washing yourself. And stuff. Do you? But drink? you're supposed to use like edible tooth like toothpaste that is safe to yeah, digest. like camp soap. Camp soap's yeah. edible. Yeah. Damn, I did not know that you're supposed to drink your bath water. Not, uh, I think you mostly just don't take baths. <laughs> yeah, that's but. the other half. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, like, in Africa, we would, like, take, we had our uh, filtration system. So we had, like, three big canisters. Two were filtered, like, with, with carbon. So it was, like, gravity filtration. So you had, like, a big part of it at the top that you would pour into and then it would collect in the bottom and that was the drinkable water. And then you had uh, a third one that was just dirty, like well water. Uh And that was like your hand wash water, whatever you needed for dirty water. Or if you were like making, if you were brave, you could make coffee with it if you boiled the water long enough and stuff like that. But like that was our dirty unfiltered water that was like readily accessible. And so what I used to do is like brush my teeth and then like we had collection barrels underneath like because from the spillover after like opening up the taps and stuff. And I was just like spit into the collection water. But we just dumped that out. And so outside of our hut, there was just like a white streak. Because that's what everyone did is spit into that thing, you know. And so there was like a toothpaste calcium deposit, you know. But I, I don't think it was bad for the bush bucks or whatever. I don't, I don't know. I didn't really ask They'll them. have better teeth. They'll have, you know, it's fluoride in there. It's good for them. The bush bucks and the ravens that we hung out with. My, my I think my f- primary tip to get back on topic. Yeah, I, I was going to say. For being, just just having confidence when you're on the phone. Have, oh, a, yeah. have a credit card number memorized. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, that's, that's so great. I don't have it. That makes so much stuff so much easier. Like anytime you're getting on the phone to order something, even if, because you're always going to have that moment of like, shit, like I'm ordering pizza. I don't know what everybody wants exactly. Like we talked about it, but I forgot. And I'm going to have to like do the little shoulder thing, like check back in with everybody and keep this person on hold. But at the very least, if you sit down for like 10 minutes and memorize one of your credit cards... That's going to make the second half of that phone conversation the easiest thing in the world. Yeah, that's a pro tip right that there. That is a pro tip. I Dude. used to have it, when, especially when I was in college and I was, like, ordering out all the time. Um, yeah, I definitely had my number memorized. Nowadays, not so much. Like, I just – my the last card that I had in my wallet that I had memorized just expired, and I'm very sad about it. That is saddening because, like, once you have it, you have it. had a horrible flashback to, like, me wasted on uh, my co-host Brian's couch. I'm, like, 19, and we're ordering <laughs> pizza from a place called Tootie Goosty. <laughs> he's, he's like, do you have a credit card? Yeah. But do you have a credit card? Yeah. Or you got to get it? No. No. We're good. Yeah, it's just like, hands me the, hi, I'd like a large cheese. No, I got it. The number is, you it's just like sitting right there just watching Brian. What? (laughs) It is a good tip. It is a good tip. I recommend having a phone sona. Like, you need to have a phone persona. Interesting. I know people with phone personas. I mean, like, I had, obviously, like, when you work in customer service, you have your... Your customer Everyone service has their voice. Customer service voice yeah, yeah, so like I remember my very first job was it was so because I still like I am a millennial, but I'm like an old uh, younger millennial, I suppose still. So it's like I, when you get your first job and there's like multiple lines, you have to put people on hold, and there's like we also had an intercom type thing. You push like the pound sign plus two four two, and then you could call out to somebody oh my God. and like do like the voiceover thing. Like, that was very frightening to me, but I still <laughs> remember, like, the exact phone script for my first job. It was, Fairfax Town Center 10, assembly speaking, how can I help you? Yeah, and it mine, was like... Uh, mine was, thank you for calling Shadowland, Northern Virginia's number one stop for family entertainment. This is Taylor. How can I help you? <laughs> yeah, it was. It was, thank you for calling Fairfax Town Center 10, assembly speaking, how can I help you? It's like I worked at a movie theater, and there were still old-ass biddies that would call us for the movie, for the time. movie times. <laughs> and I was like, get Fandango. Like, oh, we, my God. Are, Check we, the paper. We Fuck. advertise for Fandango. Dango as our call, uh, like my, our call waiting. Like have, literally, if you're on the phone, it's like, have you tried fa- Fandango? It is a wonderful <laughs> service for finding out your movie times. And then, like, hello. <laughs> what have are you the heard movie of times? the newspaper? Yeah. yeah, it comes to your door every morning. Yeah, and I know listening Fuck. to you, it definitely comes to your door. <laughs> I know for yeah. a fact you're getting it. Oh you have God. to you have to steal yourself at, and pretend you are one of those old ladies. They have no qualms. They've been they've yeah. been doing this for yeah. years. Oh, I feel like they'll, they'll get on the phone for anything. That's why That's another... they are why they invented like robots on the other end of the line. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like that's a that's that's part of the the technique when you start realizing that that some people like grew up shortly after the phone was invented so this was the hot thing and they're always going to use it part of my phone's my phone sona my persona on the phone (laughs) is uh short direct answers and then silence and it's it's an incredible power move just (laughs) hi yes i'd like to do make this return no ma'am i'm so sorry that's not our policy (laughs) (laughs) because it catches them off guard i don't do this to younger people because that would that would 
kill someone who's 19 now. <laughs> yeah, literally, literally, like, a, a little uh, heart attack uh, and I'm, die. I'm sorry, but what can I do for you? Like, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> you're going You're going to get into your car. You're going to drive here and you're going to give me all the money. In your <laughs> now, I did do that. I did that to my landlord actually recently where I, I used this technique because I it's a negotiating technique, you know, where you don't speak. Yeah. And they have to fill in the gaps. Gotta let them and speak first. Exactly. And so, I mean, I spoke first because I called her. So that was already out of the bag. But Wouldn't I was she like, speak first because she has to pick up and say hello? That's true. So I'm already play. on top. I'm already on top. And I called her and I was like, hey, just so you know, I'm renewing my lease. And she's like, hey, so you're supposed to give us 60 days notice and it's actually 55 days. And then I said nothing. <laughs> like, I was like, she was like, but I, I guess it's okay. And I was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure it is okay, honestly. <laughs> like, yeah. what are you going to do about it? Like, I've said I'm going to continue here and continue paying my rent. But it was just so funny for her to just, like, to give her silence just to see what happens and be like, oh. Oh, I'm doing this all the time from now. From <laughs> now on. Like, this is an amazing technique. It's very good. Slam read. I figured I would hit you with the artist's name for this week. Like, I was trying to, like, save you from some hiccups. I figured maybe they would appreciate that as a, as a way of, of making their band name stick in your mind. Slam read is who is bringing us music this week. That's slam, as in, like, hitting something. And then read, R-E-E-D. Slam Reed just dropped an album called Wildwood. The song you're about to hear is called What If. It's the third track off of Wildwood. And if you want to hear the rest of Wildwood, then go to their dang Instagram. It's at Slam Reed and follow them. And there's a Spotify link in their bio. In fact, I'm just going to put that Spotify link in the description down below. So you can go to that because you're you're lazy. And I need to do everything for you. But I love you. And I and I think that you should go listen to their music. And I, I'm sorry that I said that you're lazy. I don't think you're probably not lazy. Please enjoy What If by Slam Reed. Get in the description. Go listen to the rest of the album. Enjoy. What if I stand down? What if I stand down? What if I lay my arms out your feet and ask for peace? I think you'll see we're not really as different as it seems. I think you'll see we're not really as different as you think. What if I lay down? What if I lay down? What if I lay down by your side, arms intertwined? No matter who you are, no matter where you're from, I'll be yours and you'll be mine. No matter who you are. No matter where you're from, we're of the same kind Of the same kind 
One of the reasons I hate having phone conversations is because largely they're not phone conversations. It's me talking to an automated voice. And I yeah. want I want to know how to cut through that shit. I need I need advice from you two, my dear friends. I mean, I know the shitty old people ways to do it, but I don't want to be that person. How, you know wait, what I mean? Like talking through the robo voice? What do you mean? Yeah, like, so- I want to get to the other side of it. I want to I want to cut through. I don't want to deal with the menus. I want to get yeah. the easiest way to get to a real person cuz so, I know like, my my issue is going to be difficult to deal with through a robocall. The one I know is to be incomprehensible. Because they like are trained on human voices and whatever. And so the way to get through to it that I know is to yell. Like if you just like <laughs> don't have any shame at all and you just like you know, press one, you go, ah, and then like press two, and you, ah, and they just put you on the phone because they put you on the phone with a person because it doesn't understand like what you're doing or the other thing is just to do gibberish. But like, yeah, I've seen, I've literally seen the screaming at work. It's so shitty though. It's like such a boomer thing to do. I like, I like of the phone robot having like a physical body. Like, like I'm, I'm imagining it as Wally and just being on the other side of the phone and hearing the screaming. just be like, Oh God. Oh God. Oh God. (laughs) I'm so sorry. I I need to. I'll I'll get someone for you. I'm so sorry. I'll get someone. I'm imagining like the person on the customer service. I don't know why the robocaller is like a physical little box on their desk, but it like starts to rattle if you yell too loud. Like it's physically coming through the phone line. Like, oh boy, we got a yeller here. But I feel like if you do that, they put you on the line with someone who can deal with problem customers, you know? Right. Like, and I don't want a trained problem customer person because they feel, I feel like they see people so much worse than me. And so they have all of the tools in their toolkit to deal with every problem. And I want that new person. I, I that disagree. That makes mistakes. I want so that. So that uh, I can then pounce on those mistakes and get what I want. But in a nice way, because I hate torturing people. Like, I don't want to be the person that tortures people over the phone. Oh, no. But they yeah, also no. torture you. Like, those companies have <laughs> tactics to, like, torture you into giving up and accepting, like, what they want instead of giving you real customer service. Yeah. Like, when I called on Apple for you. Oh, my God. That was a two and a half hour phone call. 
dude. Uh, just to get a like a replacement iPhone that was under warranty. Like it was, it was like, hi, this phone broke. Um, and it, it broke, stopped working. Like we looked it like, up. Like this is the variety of phone that you guys on your website says has an issue. Right. We'd like a new phone, please. And they go. Well, yeah. So, um, well, it's going to be, well, if you take it to an Apple care service, though, you really can't because they're all closed right now. Well, let me see. Like, okay, let's stop right there. <laughs> so, the okay. first thing you so suggested to me was an impossible issues. option. <laughs> let me tell you what a possible option is. You send us a new phone and we send this one back. Well, you're really going to have to send that phone first. Okay. We're in the middle of a global pandemic where everyone works from home and that requires the use of a phone. <laughs> so here's what's going to happen. You're going to send us the phone and we're going to send you this one back. I can't. I it can't. It took two I can't and a half that. hours. That's to exactly do this what happened very simple at the thing. end. See, I feel like they they try to send like I I would be in the camp of wanting to get a manager or like a higher per- person on the ladder on the phone because they're the oh. ones that are allowed to nah. make exceptions. Nah. They train the lower ones down to just vamp and go on and get and like tire you out. Once you get to that higher person, they want you to have a good experience and and they want to keep their jobs because they like it and they don't have to talk to people all day, which is why they like their jobs. I, so they're, like- they're going to be more likely to give you what you want, I think. I feel like there's a sweet spot because a manager, like if you're promoted to management, you're you're a company man now. I don't trust you anymore. <laughs> and I don't trust the someone who's brand new and I don't trust those problem people either. The problem people are being kept at the problem place because people don't get what they want and that's what a company likes. Same thing with someone new. They don't know how to give you what they want, what you want. I feel like there's a perfect sweet spot, perfect sweet spot where like someone knows enough to know how they give you the things, but isn't quite jaded yet to be one of those like, oh no, I can fucking handle you. I feel like I want the newbie first and then I want the manager because the newbie's going to promise me something that they're not technically allowed to promise and they're not going to realize that they've done it. Ooh, that's good. <laughs> like, that's good. You're going to be like, doesn't that sound reasonable? And they're like, well, yes, it does sound reasonable. And you've got gotcha. them. Recorded and line. now I want your manager. <laughs> like, and then the manager comes on. Well, so-and-so just told me that this is a possibility. And then in fact, they used to do this until a new policy was enacted a week ago. Play it and back. So I want to know. Play it back. <laughs> I know you're recording this. You told me you were recording this at the beginning of the call. I understand that these people have the worst jobs in the world. Oh, it's horrible. Like, I I understand that. I am polite. I I am polite. I do not want to torture a single person, but I hate these companies because they have made victims of us all. Like, I am a victim. You are a victim because it's fucking, you know, you're a victim of low wages and a really terrible business model that makes it cheaper to keep you employed and keep your customers dissatisfied. So all you get is yelled at all day for minimum wage. I think that's fucked. I thought you were talking so, about John's old company for a no, second there when you said you. Absolutely <laughs> not. Like, to the I'm talking about like these people that are in these help centers. I, I, I think it's wrong. So at the same time, I want to be as polite as possible while getting exactly what I want. Right. So the key to that is just keeping them on the line being polite as shit and then at the right moment asking for the higher up person and it doesn't you know as long as you're nice to them that's another phone call that they don't have to take where someone's being so super rude and mean to them so i mean like i feel like we're all winning in that scenario and then you can you know yell at management or don't yell at anyone really because it's fucking rude don't yell at anyone we're all huge Honestly, like you don't yell people like who yells no one yells you know yelling shitty i think my best phone experiences have probably come on like my best days because I'm just in a chipper mood. 
Mm. And I feel like if you work at fucking Wells Fargo Bank, your oh life God. is not... Fuck those it's guys. Not the, it's not the best life you could be living, I assume. And if that's not the case, I'm sorry. But you talking to angry Wells Fargo customers all day is not fun for you. So I, I think that people want to give better service to people who are just in a happy mood and just have an issue that they're taking 10 minutes out of their day to fix. I'm wondering now, like after you just said that, if the reason that, uh, well, predominantly younger people and certain older people don't like to talk on the phone, like, no, I'm not going to perpetuate the system where everyone's a victim here. I'm not going to be like, no, I refuse to talk on the phone. We are just going to burn it to the ground. So no one has to be in this interaction. Just you company, give people what they want. That's what they're paying you the money for. Give them a product that works and we won't have to have these goddamn help centers. And if you do just give them the goddamn thing they paid for. My God, like what the hell is the (laughs) issue here? I paid you the money, provide me the service. Like don't make some poor person like fucking do this right now. Like, God damn it. I feel like if they paid them enough money, though, they wouldn't make money from having these dialogues that are, like, pre-written in order to keep you on the line. You know what I mean? Because that means that person who's on the other end that works for them is making more money per hour. You know, and that means they're actually going to lose money the longer they keep you on the line to frustrate their customers. But since they are, since the people they pay to work at these help centers make so little money, it's cheaper to keep that to keep their customer on the line for the maximum amount of time in the hopes that that person gets frustrated and leaves without getting something for free, which I'm is not, not necessarily I for free. Just ran into this the other day. Um, <laughs> I called Comcast, which was for years and probably oh. still is rated as the worst customer service oh. of any large company in this country. Oh shit. As we all like, no one is surprised by this. We're if burning it all down Comcast. on downtime tonight, guys. <laughs> yeah. But I called uh, I called trying to set up an internet, and I did the thing. Like, I moved past the robo voice. I just said, like, hi. I'd, I said nothing, but I'd like to speak to, like, a customer service yeah. representative. I'd like to speak to a customer service representative. I'd like to speak to a customer service representative. Because, you know, it's, it's going to be fine. Yeah. <laughs> and so, like, you know, again, I'm even polite to the goddamn robot. Like, I'm that sort of <laughs> schmuck. Because I don't want to, I don't know, hurt the robots. I'm not polite to a robot. Wally had a weird effect on it. Now you got me thinking about it. I was on um, a phone call the other day, and I, I did the same thing, but I was like, person, human <laughs> being. And they still gave but, me that automated response that was like, it sounds like you'd like to talk to a customer service representative. <laughs> You're <laughs> damn right. You're damn right. But I get on the phone. I finally get on the customer service line. Someone picks up like, hello, my name is so-and-so. Thank you for calling Comcast. Can I help you with? And then gave me two options, neither of which were what I wanted. <laughs> it's just like, you got me. Uh, 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 ec- Actually, no, no, I want to I wanna set up an internet. Oh, well, can I offer you one of our internet packages? No, no, I already have the internet. And like, no, now, now I'm like back reeling the whole time in this call, which I naively thought was going to take 30 minutes because I literally have the thing plugged in. Like, hey, I just need you to like turn it on from your end, please. Took an hour. And then the culmination of that phone call was like, it's not going to work. It's just not going to work. I'm really sorry. Like, what, what do you, I'm looking at your website right now. This specific router works. Like right. it works for your I'm thing at the thing that I bought. Currently please. using the internet on the service. What do you mean <laughs> it's not going to work? <laughs> it's like, my God. But yeah, I was just so thrown off by like, hi, can I set you with a new package? Or are you discontinuing service today? Like, uh, uh, oh, no. Wow. None I, of the above. Neither? Well, then what about this? Like, no, no, no. I put you in the position where you get to tell me how this conversation's going. And that's not what I wanted. I wanted to be the decider. I believe there is a, a service in here 
uh, one of our one of our classic downtime business business ideas. plans. Yeah. What if we came up with like every scenario in which you actually have to get on a phone? Because like, there's not that many things that you have to get on the actual phone for. Anymore. I volunteer to get on the phone for things. Like if there's an app, like a, a reservation service, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And there's a phone number and an internet portal. I will use the phone number every single time. I feel like they'll prioritize it. Yeah. Like I feel like they'll, they'll realize that they're a person, you're a person and it'll just get bumped to the top of the list for some reason. I just want to be heard. Maybe I just like chatting. <laughs> I, just, I, I just I just want people to hear my voice, mostly. Mm. But I feel like we can... So maybe maybe that's it. Maybe we come up with like a standard audio recording that the people can use. That's just your... It's just your basic back and forth to order a pizza. And we can have... We, we, you can order... <sighs> The, whatever oh. voice line you want to order depending on what you're actually wanting to mm. order from the pizza place and we'll do the recording and we'll send it to you and you just play that recording and we'll leave little spaces for them to respond and it'll be great see so, I, I was thinking um at the same time like hey uh we are phone call professionals we'll be on the phone with you all you got to do is provide your information and we won't listen we promise that's part of our thing (laughs) so we flash in we do all the talking and then whenever and what's your uh date of birth that's the only thing you got to say just say your date of birth just go for it i think that's great like we have we become the phone professionals like not us personally but we hire phone professionals yeah i don't want to do it they used to be called receptionists that make phone calls well it's like a personal receptionist but for everybody Right. right where you get them to so you can call them and be like my phone is broken this is what i need yeah. And then they will spend hours online with Apple support and they'll chat they'll text with you during it. Right? So be like this is what they're offering now. Okay or not okay. And you say not okay and keep going. But now what we're doing is we're we're doing the same thing that that the bigwigs did. But we're doing it for justice. Yeah. But too wrong. Like we're going to make money <clears throat> from their shitty um, you know, I don't know, advisors. We didn't say create the situation. We're just profiting from Here's it. Here's the thing. Exactly. But what we're, we're doing two it's things like at once. It's like investing in we telecommuting are, technology right before COVID hits. We are you both. Know? We didn't make COVID. <laughs> we're just making money off of it. That's fine. We are both yeah, sinking. Senators did it. We're both sinking into the dirt with the big wigs. And we're also creating a middleman. Why shouldn't we wet our whistle a little bit if this is going to go on? What I'm saying. You know, we can if it's donate, worth it. we if can it's donate worth all it. the money. We uh, can, well, let's pump the brakes on that one. <laughs> if can, it's worth it to you to, to pay someone else to be on the phone, you have decided this is what you want. No, we're not going to. We're not going to throw it down your throats we're not gonna make so the problem is like with a customer charging too much money for insulin here you don't you could make the phone (laughs) call yourself well that's what i'm saying like we didn't put you in the position where you have to be in the phone call the big companies did that we are like your robin hood for the situation we will steal from this rich to give to you presumably less rich what i'm saying is robin hood in this scenario is a robot no, Robin Hood is Sheriff of Nottingham. He we, is the gatekeeper. We, <laughs> we design an AI that you can give exactly what you guys are saying, except it's a robot, just a very smart robot. 
Cool. Now we don't have to hire people. We exactly. definitely aren't the bad guys in this oh, yeah. situation robots, now. Yeah, robots definitely don't have any Look, HR issues. So I'm no good. one should have be a job creator. No one should have to have a job. It's bullshit. <laughs> it is for the birds, truly. Yeah. I thought you were talking about birds with jobs. And I was like, what? <laughs> Bird <laughs> like jobs. Like storks? <laughs> <laughs> Male emperor penguins for the Are other half of the year? <laughs> What other what other birds have jobs? Because I think Bald it might eagles, I, it might just be storks. Carrier, carrier pigeons. Used carrier to. pigeons. That's true. Turkeys. Hey, it's a hard job to eat all the time. Yeah. <laughs> um, chickens have jobs. To do what? To get lay eaten? eggs. That's not what I'm saying. I gotta oh, sit around lay eggs. They do. My grandparents had a pair of geese that worked better than any attack dog or junkyard That's dog. That's true. Geese get used geese are for. Mean. Um, protection are. like they'll put a goose with a bunch of chickens so that the the chickens don't get attacked by foxes yeah that goose will fuck somebody can i get a, we're just trying to be the goose here. just trying to be the goose can i get a goose on the phone can i get a goose Hulk. to use the phone for me I mean, that's that'd the be name of our business in order to scare away like robocalls and stuff what do we just call it goose like we just like our company's called goose like phone goose phone services we'll honk like give us a holler and we'll honk whatever you need us to get us on the horn get us on the horn honk honk (laughs) there we go that's exactly that's exactly that we just made our first advertisement possibly the most complete business plan we've ever come up with Uh, we're gonna get investors calling us after this one. We better. No, people are gonna straight up steal idea our idea here. Oh, you got a court case. We have it first. That's what. Look, that's what. That's the business we've been in since day one, though. That's we've true. been giving out free, brilliant ideas since day one. So, still, if you would like to collaborate on this new business venture, I'm not not interested. So, like, <laughs> definitely hit us up. It's uh, downtime subs at gmail dot com. And you. my Venmo is at Taylor Gerald, uh, T A Y L O R J A R R E L L. If you just want to throw me some investor money, yeah. Mine is at John James zero six zero nine. I don't know why. Is it really? I don't know why I made it. Is that a sixty nine thing? <laughs> it was a sixty nine thing, but it's also my birthday. I I made it purposely different than all of my other usernames, and I don't know why. Well, at least you still remember it. That's, That's pretty true. good. I think we forget. did it. I hope we were able to uh, to keep people from being afraid of being on the phone. Is there before before we wrap up? Is there is there a definitive way to get rid of robocalls? Yeah, hire people with our service. Oh, a definitive way? Yeah, if we render the robocall just absolutely ineffectual. Like, it how, does nothing. How would you do... Could they already do that. What do you mean? No, no, no. You don't understand. They serve the purpose of, like, wearing people down. But if we have this new, like, our, our like, white knight robocaller back at them, well, now you're just wasting nobody's time. Like, you've wasted all this R&D to make this robocaller where we didn't really have to waste all that R&D because we had that sweet, sweet Venmo money. Again, my Venmo was said earlier. Uh, and so now, like, what you designed the robocaller to do, like, wear people down so they aren't going to ask as much, is not what's happening, and now you're losing money. So, so now, now the smart thing is to get rid of the robocaller and to find people that are trained to outsmart our robocall, and we've just created a better society. So we have we have an app perhaps that you can download that when you get a phone call and you answer it and then they go hello 
my name is Meredith from Consumer Insurance. You can just like press a button and then it'll start our own robocall and they'll just get into it and then maybe they'll fall in love. And then, yeah, that would be the cherry on top of this Sunday is that we make a little bit of money and some robot finds its soulmate. Like Joaquin Phoenix. Like wa- like Joaquin Phoenix and Scarlett Johansson. Like famed robot Joaquin Phoenix. <laughs> Our famed robot lover, Joaquin <laughs> Phoenix. <laughs> I'm, I'm cool with it. I love like it. Like Wally and Eve. Like Wally and Eve. All right. They were fucking, right? Yeah, the whole time. Yeah, the little electric spark thing. That's I thought that's what that that's, was the allegory that's for. That's sex. <laughs> that's robo sex. That's not how you guys do it? Like, find a cat, rub a balloon, and then poke somebody? <laughs> Dude, I, we sleep in the same bed. <laughs> you can't say shit like that to me. <laughs> you wonder why you toss and turn so much. <laughs> Sorry, it's the evening and I have to find a new place to live. (laughs) (laughs) Why do you think people say they feel a spark? (laughs) Exactly. Oh, God. Yes. God. God damn it. I would like to thank Ethan Gustafson for the use of his music as our intro and outro theme. You can find more work from Ethan at somepointsound.com. Thank you to Natalie Spitzel for the use of our cover art. If you'd like to see more from Natalie, go to at NMS underscore creative on Instagram. And you can also go to her website, NatalieSpitzel.com. Thank you, Taylor, for joining us on this episode. Again, congratulations on your 100th episode of Are We Friends? Uh, Where can people find Are We Friends? Thank you so much, John. Uh, You can find us on our website, r-we-friends.com. Or you can find us on our Twitter and Instagram, both of which are at underscore are we friends, all one word. Yeah, and we can also be found all together, um, minus me most of the time, at the Outlaws Network. That's twitch.tv slash the Outlaws Network. So I'll say that again because I messed it up a little bit. Twitch.tv slash The Outlaws Network. That's going to be where you're going to find our uh, more collaborative projects. We have a project that's going to be every single week starting this week or next week boys soon week. starting soon soon, soon. so soon. keep an eye out for that go ahead on twitch go ahead and follow so you'll get an email or a notification every time that we start live streaming we actually live streamed the 100th episode of are we friends last night and that is still available for the next few days here so that's twitch.tv slash the outlaws network check go it watch out the we live stream that one um yeah i think that's it Thank you so much for listening. I'm Emily Downey. I'm John Downey. Al Roker, I will fight you.